Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Guys, we are inching closer to Christmas and that means closer to the new year and certain depending where you live you're in lockdown I am in lockdown I'm in York region uh, we are just completing our first week of lockdown and it's not fun it's not fun stores aren't open we can't go anywhere unless it's a grocery store of course and uh, and right now you know how crazy busy they are you know how crazy busy they are uh, everyone wants to get like their last minute uh, ingredients and everything they need for those holiday meals and the baking and all of that fun stuff. And I'm just losing my mind because (sighs) I don't know about you guys, but I I don't know. Me in the kitchen is is a bit of a challenge, which is why I had to bring on the amazing Corby Sue to join me on the show today. We are talking mama of two. She's a chef and she's also the culinary lead at, uh, at a company I love. You may have heard of it. It's called HelloFresh, who saves my life all the time. Hello, Corby Sue. How are you? Hello, Pina. Thank you for having me. Can I just say, I hear you. What about the (laughs) dishes that's going on with the food? If I have to load one more dishwasher (laughs) and wash one more pot and pan. No, I hear you. Listen, Gosh, it's a time that, I mean, I know that it feels different, right? And I don't know about your background, but my background was, I'm happy, let's eat. I'm sad, let's eat. <laughs> so could we talk food? Because seriously, I've got some Yes, thoughts. yes, right? let's like, talk let's food. Judgment-free zone, and let's just figure out how are we going to get through the next few weeks, and what does <sighs> next year look like? God, listen, all I know is that it better be better <laughs> than 2020, because I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I listen, can't. I- I'm a big fan of your show and I have to tell you you, like, okay. So what I love is that you and I are looking at each other right now. Yes. On zoom. So one of your episodes, you were just talking about fashion and like what has happened. Right. So (laughs) I, I had this thing for my mental health and I just kept every morning I would get up, do my hair, a bit of makeup, put clothes on. And then I kind of hit a brick wall. And recently I, I got a delivery from a, from, a client and I was standing at my door, you know, socially distanced, but I somehow convinced myself it was okay to be in my pajamas while talking to a complete stranger. So this, you know, I hear you. I'm in York as well. And the only place you and I can go is the grocery store. Yeah. So I think it's kind of fitting that we're going to talk about food. Yes. And you want to know something at this point right now, I don't want to go. I do not want to leave my house. I don't want to go to the grocery store. I don't want to deal with the lineups. Like, and listen, we're in Canada. We're not down under where, where, you know, you lived for a, a good part of your life in Australia where they're experiencing summer. It's winter. It's Canadian yeah. winter. I'm not lining up outside of a grocery store to get in and deal with like the hustle and bustle and the craziness and chaos of holiday grocery shopping. Exactly. And holiday dinners are looking different for everyone this year. So I guess that's where a company like HelloFresh, which I sort of joked with you the other day and I said, aren't I clever? I'm getting paid to be my own solution. Yeah. Like a little bit of backstory. 
mom of two. Um, I'm like you, serial entrepreneur. I've owned boutique catering companies, both sides of the globe. I've taught thousands of kids the magic of food, having a food language and parents alike. Um, but I have to say that I reached a point in my own career where I was like, how do I put all this together? And yeah. my career in meal kits started in Sydney. And then a few years ago, I came back to my Northern home, Toronto, Canada. People often joke when they find out I'm from Australia, they ask if I lost a bet. They're like, <laughs> right, don't why you are you here? Yeah. They're like, don't you like the sun? And I said, no, no, I love the sun, but I happen to love Canada. And this is where my, my father is. And I wanted my kids to experience life here. So anyway, meal kits, it's the accompaniment uh, of everything that I've done, right? Sharing yeah. the food language, helping people, you know, feel inspired and empowered in their own kitchen. Because really, what, what's the fundamental of a food kit? It's like, we've done the research, we've done the planning, we've even done the prep. So even if you yes. take those core principles and try and apply it to your own life, which we've all been doing, uh, meal kits, I think, are, you know, the guilt-free solution for people who are looking to actually feed themselves in their home and feed themselves well. Yeah, it's so true. Like, I have to say, I started using um, meal kits, more specifically HelloFresh. That's like you. my my be all and end all. I haven't like ventured out of there because I've never had the need. I'm like, this works for me. I love their recipes. I love it all. And uh, it's been it's been quite a few years now. And it's amazing because it literally just comes to your door. Everything is like, even if you're not home, don't worry, because it's all packaged up. Um, yeah. There's, you know, ice packs and everything you need. Um, and then you open it up and yeah. you've got the recipe card there with easy how to do steps, all the ingredients you need. Um, and it's all portioned out for you. I know. How good is that? How good is Look, I've got to say, I'm so delighted to hear that when I speak with other people who actually are fans of what we're doing. I think, great, it's actually working. I mean, we know yeah. it's working. Meal kits around the world are 10 years old. HelloFresh is celebrating its 10 year anniversary. Wow. Uh, here in Canada, we are four years old and, you know, we just continue to go from strength to strength. But so, Kina, let me ask you this. It, when you were growing up, was cooking a part of what you were doing as a young person or was that left to another generation? Okay. So growing up Italian, right. let me tell you, food is huge. And the most common area of the home is the kitchen. Yeah. Like everyone would always gather in the kitchen. Friends come over in the kitchen, you know, yeah. uh, you're just having a chat with like your parents. It always happened around the kitchen table, you know, Absolutely. good times, bad times, everything was in the kitchen and around food. So, um, yes, of course, like my parents, my dad included, uh, they would always be cooking, but they also taught myself, and my two older sisters, how to cook. My two older sisters, I got to say, they do a lot better um, at cooking and, and, you know, moving around in the kitchen than I do. I am a basic, simple, like person. So right. it is like, you know, just like the traditional, easy Italian meals. You know, I got that covered. Um, whereas my sisters will venture out and do like, fancy things. And I'm like, I don't even know how to use a, a meat thermometer. I'm like, 
sticking I'm boiling water for pasta, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. And making like a great homemade tomato sauce. But um, yeah, so it was food and being in the kitchen and cooking has always been a part of my life. Um, but it's also been a challenge for me. Let's of just course. say. And look, Pina, my dad was a chef. So I hear oh God, what you're that, saying. The pressure's on. Right? I, I, come from, I come from a Polynesian Jewish background, which is, you know, like we are very much aligned with the Italian relationship with food. Yes. So here's the thing. You've already got a food language. And the thing I say to all of our amazing re- recipe developers and culinary people at, at HelloFresh, because so many of us come from a chefing background, you know, most chefs, we're nurturers. We want to feed people. Um, we want them to feel good. We want them to be nurtured. But here's the thing, Tina. There's at least a generation that missed out on that food language being shared with them. And so yes. the meal kit, what we're doing at HelloFresh is genuinely trying to bring that food language back into people's homes. And it doesn't matter if you're a single person, if you're a family of five, you know, we've got solutions for you. And I think one of the great testaments is my, my dad, God bless him, he's 87. He's been using HelloFresh for four years. Nice. And he literally looked at me and said, I've had to worry about what's for dinner for 60 years. And now someone else is doing it. Oh God, I can't right? even tell you. Like being a mom of three, it's just like, oh God, what am I going to, sorry, let's, let's, go back a second being a mom of three who's also an entrepreneur okay so um i have my own business chic mama i also teach part-time at humber college in the radio program i am also working on co-writing my second book i do this show guess what what's for dinner leave me alone (laughs) yeah yeah exactly right i hear you i can't it, it just, it's, it's crazy. And I know for a lot of people, they're thinking, well, how hard can that be? But honestly, it's one yeah. of the things I dread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Look, dread. I, I, I promise you, I really get it. And that's why, again, like I refer to that joke that I made with you, I get paid to be my own solution. So as someone who ran catering businesses for many, many years, I'd come home, um, you know, at the end of a long day. And sometimes more often than not, the last thing I wanted to do was cook a meal yeah like the shoemaker's kids who have no shoes so you know it's kind of like the perfect solution but if if meal kits straight away aren't necessarily for you like what what helps people right now right people 70 percent of people are saying canadians in particular were saying we're spending too much money on our food so how do we actually watch our waste you know, what, what measures can we take to reduce that? And again, like a meal kit is sort of the perfect, I I think that's kind of like, if if you're not ready to try a meal kit, that's kind of like the aspirational look at what we're doing as a measure of reducing waste. So it's one of the things by pre-portioning. So let's just go back a moment. You're right. We're in the middle of winter, but there still are some produce or items that when you go to the grocery store, if you venture there, if you're ordering online, that you notice are cheaper uh, during different seasons. Yes, depends on what's in season. Exactly. Now, you know, I'm going to make an assumption here, but I'm pretty confident you would have in your life, like had the family get together where you make the passata, right? For the season, right? Everyone's got a job. Um, So I would say, like, take the same approach. 
parents right now, they're really cheap. You know, think outside the box. Instead of just thinking, oh, I'm going to roast these carrots. What about trying to get into a soup? How about a Moroccan dip? Just try and, you know, think about ingredients in a different way. Yeah, it's so true. And you want to know something. You're talking about waste. Um, and I'll make this quick because we're going to take a quick break. But yeah, I want to leave everyone listening at home with this thought. How much do you throw out in your fridge that has gone bad? You go grocery shopping, you buy all this stuff with the intent that I'm going to make this, I'm going to do this, and we're going to have this, and then life happens, and then you're not home for a dinner, or or, I don't know, you get so tired that you're just like, I'm going to order in tonight, and the the next thing you know is that that, like, head of lettuce has gone to crap, you know what I mean? (laughs) Something's something's growing mold. Things don't look good. And like you now have to take all of this produce um, and toss it. So and that's, you know, it's not only a waste of food, but it's a waste of money. Guys, don't go anywhere. We are talking with Corby Sue, chef, mama and culinary lead at HelloFresh on the show today. We're going to talk about the holidays, being in the kitchen and so much more. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. Guys, it's the holidays. Guess what we're talking about? We are talking all things food. Delicious, yummy food. We're talking about being in the kitchen. We're talking about baking, cooking, um, and helping reduce waste. I was just talking about reducing waste before the break. And I want to pick up on that special guest today is Corby Sue. She's a chef. She's a mama of two teens, which I'm going to have to ask her (laughs) for some advice on that because I am scared. shitless I'm just gonna say um and she's also the culinary lead at HelloFresh but Corby Sue so we're talking about waste god I can't even tell you how much food goes to waste I'm actually pretty good at it I think um but I know that probably the majority of people throw out a lot of food so help us out here yeah because during the holidays people buy in excess right now during the pandemic people are buying in excess yeah so how do we that's true it's sort of that fear mentality yeah i think if we learned everything anything from the beginning like let's just stop the fear here's the great thing about the canadian food system the food supply chain uh it's not breaking anytime soon so so that's number one um number two before you go write a grocery list like i know it sounds really old-fashioned Put it in your phone and stick to it, right? So research, prepare, plan. That's that's my you know big thing, but write that grocery list. And if they don't have an item, don't substitute it with something else. Okay. Okay. That's, so I actually what I'll do is on my on my phone in notes, I'll just leave that item that I couldn't find that trip. I'll just leave it there for the next time. When you bring your food home. That's actually, you know, your relationship with your food has actually begun the minute you purchased it. And that's something people are really not conscious of. Mm. So when you bring it home, what do you do when a guest comes into your home? Do you ignore them? No, please don't ignore your food. 
<laughs> okay, now I sound like a crazy woman. But there's lots of ways to, to extend the life of food um, if you do that preparation at the beginning. So when I bring home my leafy greens, my broccoli, uh, anything that is a little more um, dense with water, so anything high in water content, yeah. When you put it in the fridge, if you've, if you've used plastic bags or you've taken your own um, recycled bags, wrap them in anything from some paper towel to a clean tea towel. Yes. And that's going to extend the life of your herbs, of your leafy greens. Uh, I even wrap zucchini, bell peppers, just because once that moisture starts to leach in your fridge, which it will, it's going to start to degrade, right? I mean, that's just... That's yeah. Yeah. Process and just buy what you need. I mean, you know, don't go crazy, people. That's it. Because you know what? That store is going to be there tomorrow and the day after and the day after. And if it's not the store, if it's the meal kit delivery, if it's the grocery delivery, it's going to be there. Canada is, you know, a really fantastic country and our food supply is not changing anytime soon. Yes, very true. So when we get, let's just say, our lettuce. Mm-hmm. wash it and wrap it or just as is wrap it does it make a difference will it go will it you know i guess go to crap quicker if we wash it yes. right and that is the technical term to avoid go to crap quicker <laughs> <laughs> wash as you go okay okay so, okay good yeah that's what you want to do um here's another thing you know i was talking before about if something's in abundance as much as I'm saying stick to your grocery list, it's seasonal okay make, stuff. Yeah, make a little bit of space. So if carrots are on sale, uh, which right now, you know, carrots are a little bit cheaper than other products. And so we had Moroccan carrot soup the other night um, mm. before we had our dinner. Uh, I then make a um, carrot dip that my kids love to have with vegetables. Now, look at me. This body was not built on vegetables alone. You look fantastic. <laughs> That's because you're seeing just this. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> and we paid you to say that. No, but um, so yeah, think seasonal. And now here's other things. Things that our, our nonnas or grannies or nanas used to do. Pickle, right? Like I, I bought cucumbers when they were in abundance over the summer. And I've got a, a cold store of pickles. Nice. So, you know, just um, cauliflower pickled. You know, anything like just start to think about different ways to extend the life of your food. That's- it's so true. And this goes like old school. I remember growing up and like in an Italian household, uh, yeah. we call it we call it giardiniera, which yeah. is pickled. You got wow. cauliflower in there and you've yeah. got carrots in there and string yeah. beans and um, onions. Oh, love it. And so you do that or pickled beets. Um, yes. Then, of course, you'd have the uh, conserva, which is the tomatoes that you'd use to make your tomato sauce. Um, so exactly. there's like so much. Also, um, come January, February, a lot of, you know, us Italians, that's our time to like get the meat ready, the pork yes. or the sausages, the salami, so on and so forth. Yeah. Right? And like you make so much and you throw it in the freezer to last you through the year. Exactly. So if we could take a little bit of what our grandparents did, right, that generation, that mentality, that attitude towards food, being respectful, not feeling the need to 
purchase out of fear, but rather prepare for the future. Um, do we need 10 packets of toilet paper? No, but do we need, you know, a couple of heads of good lettuce for the next few days? Yeah. Right. Just yeah. Like have that sort of move away from the fear. I think that's what I would really want to encourage. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go on. Can I ask, um, one of the things I used to do as a kid, and I know a lot of friends still carry on this tradition with their children is during the summer, they'll say, take a drive to Niagara. And it's like, get peaches or like hit up the local farm during in June for strawberry season and then raspberries and blueberries. Then you have all this amazing locally like grown, I should say, um, produce. So what do you, you can't jar everything like, yeah, you can, you know, do peaches in a jar and stuff like that. So what's another good way if, once you've got all this stuff? I love, that like, you're, I love that you're saying that. By the way, so you and I are both in the York region and I'm a big fan of, um, we've got some amazing farms just here, yeah. right in our own backyard. So my kids and I, we do the apple season, we do yes. the berry season. Um, I hear you about the peaches. So I still have berries that we picked in my freezer. Freezer. Okay. Yes. The thing about freezer technology today compared to even when our grandparents were doing it is that it's, it's advanced. So, um, okay. Even the carrots I was talking about, I'm going to stop talking about carrots. I'm going to move on to potatoes. (laughs) You love your carrots. (laughs) But what I wanted to say is, so there's some like really fun tricks that you can actually do in the freezer. Um, you can roast a bunch of potatoes, say you're making a, a, a dinner, uh, but make extra and you can actually freeze those. So obviously put them on a tray, let them come to room temperature and then put them in a Ziploc and just make sure that they're flat, right? So you get them in the Ziploc, remove the air as best you can, put them in the freezer. You know, that next Wednesday night when it's like, oh man, I got to make dinner. What am I going to make? It's like, oh, I've already got the roast potatoes. Oh, I've got the lettuce. Oh, I got the carrots that Corby told me to buy. And, <laughs> you know, I'm going to maybe um, uh, oven roast uh, a piece of fish and there's dinner, right? So start to think like that. Oh my gosh, you just made life so much easier by just saying that. Yeah, and because people, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. So rice, rice is another one. So rice is something that um, actually can be a bit tricky. Like when you put it in the fridge, you really shouldn't eat it past one to two days because it actually can really hurt you it's oh my it's, gosh thank god you're saying this really yeah yeah because and and anyway i don't want to talk about all the but it can hurt your tummy because it's a great harbinger like once it's been cooked you, you've really got to eat it within 24 to 48 hours wow. but cooked rice um same system cook a, a bit extra rice put it on a flat baking sheet let it come to room temperature put it in that ziplock keep it flat so you can get more stuff in your freezer and you can do the same with quinoa. So any of the- I love quinoa. Same here. I got frozen quinoa in my freezer all the time. I never thought to freeze rice or quinoa. Why? Well, because no one wanted to give you permission because we're in this world of, unless you're doing it all yourself, then it doesn't count. And unless you're doing it, you know, a la minute, it doesn't count. It does. (laughs) Right. That's, I hope now like that whole attitude of 
plan, prepare, right? Is coming. Yes. And that's why for me being, you know, the culinary lead for a meal kit company made sense. Cause I know, I understand that the struggle is real. Okay. Just like yeah. I might be a chef, but I'm also trying to figure out how to feed my family every night. Yeah. And some nights I want to break. Yeah. You know what? I, I hear you, but that those are, I had no idea. So great tips. Okay. I have a question for you because yes. I think I know the answer, but some people have tried to tell me otherwise. And I'm like, mm, I don't know for sure, but I always make it sound like I totally <laughs> know, like I'm right. Okay. So like if me. you have something frozen, mm-hmm. let's say a piece of meat, you defrost it. Um, you may you say you've ground beef, you defrost it. You use it to make lasagna. Mm-hmm. Then you've got leftover lasagna and yeah. some people are like, Oh, just throw it in the freezer. I'm like, no, you do not refreeze the meat. Is that, am I a liar by saying that? So you're not a liar, but guess <laughs> what? I'm going to make a full admission here. Once you've cooked the meat and it's gotten to a certain temperature, you know, the oh, idea is you, you've, you've cooked out, you know, whatever existing bacteria is there. Mm-hmm. You can actually, refreeze it and 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 i think this will cause a flurry of controversy i'm sure people are going to say no you cannot i'm just going to tell you a lot of cooks and chefs like me out there we've been known to do that not in our restaurants but just like yeah like just okay so you're not going to die if you're listening at home you're not going to die so if i told you in the past that you're going to die i'm sorry (laughs) but look look i think it's actually it's, it's it's a smart though reflex right to to say whatever you're going to prepare now, like eat it, eat it. Yeah. Um, and that's why I have to say, um, that's why, and I just did a bunch of hello fresh meals this week, but that's why I love it because it is enough food to feed the family. And then you don't have all these crazy leftovers with like, Oh God, what am I going to do with it now? Do we, exactly. do we freeze it? Like, first of all, a lot of people are not leftover people or does it go to waste? And that's what we're trying to avoid here. Guys, we are talking all things food on the show today with the amazing Corby Sue. I love this woman. I think like she's my soul sister. I just found my soul sister. (laughs) We're kindred spirits already. (laughs) Don't go anywhere because we will be back with more right here on the Parenting Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night, and you are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And guys, with me, I've got Corby Sue, mama of two, <laughs> chef extraordinaire, and culinary lead at HelloFresh. That is a fancy title, Corby Sue. Like, I, I know. I. I got to tell you, I don't know what I did to earn that. And it's actually one of those titles that people kind of look at me like, say, what? Anyway, let's just put it this way. I'm a food lover and I get paid to share the food love. So I think I'm very, very blessed. That is amazing. Actually, on uh, that topic, I have to say I had three HelloFresh meals this week, all delicious. I'd mentioned earlier in the show that uh, I've been using HelloFresh for quite a few years now. And one of the things I love about it, because I told you I'm a little challenged in the kitchen, you know, (laughs) especially when, when I'm like doing something that is not of traditional Italian cuisine. Yeah. 
I don't, my brain does not work like that. So I'm always doing the same meals over and over again. One day a week, it's pasta. You know what I mean? Then I'll do like chicken a certain way or, okay, we got eggplants. Let's do an eggplant parm, but it's nothing fancy, nothing special. It's always basic stuff. So I really love it because this week I got to do some stuff that I would never do like pan seared salmon and cranberry chutney or crispy chicken duck and with a cherry sauce, like me, cherry sauce. Where did that even come from? (laughs) And I did this amazing uh, we did with the kids a beef and roasted red pepper uh, ragu with spaghetti. It was so good. So it gives really? you the ability to be like, hey, check me out. I'm like culinary lead in my kitchen. Watch out, yes, Corby. You are. <laughs> yes, you are. And Pina, honestly, that means a lot to us coming from a gorgeous Italian mama that oh. our ragu was kind of okay. Because what we're it doing. It was good. It was excellent. I loved it. I mean, ragus, you know, generally. Um, uh, simmer for hours on end to really get the flavor but we teach people little tricks and tips to to get the job done let's get it done in 30 minutes you touched on something before about thinking outside of your own like food box right yes and here we are months 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 into a lockdown Mm. which in the context of the world Canada's been really consistent like I got friends back home in Australia and overseas in Europe and I mean, they were like on holiday in other countries. Anyway, (laughs) a whole other story. But but thinking outside of your own food box. And I think now is really the time, like, let's make this holiday extra special. Usually I would say to people, now is not the time to go out of your comfort zone because in the past we'd be, you know, entertaining anywhere from, you know, two families, 20 people. Most of us, let's be honest, we're having really intimate get-togethers so if you've always wanted to try like you just said duck and cherry sauce I know it was amazing like did we show you how to do it right like it's simple yeah it was I did not think like you always I don't know you hear duck that's fancy I'm like oh that's complicated and I would run the other way yeah so here's the thing I also love about what we're doing you touched on this before we really try and keep an eye on what's local so that's from the yes. whole family, the third generation duck producers here in Canada. We're so proud to support local ingredients, local artisans. And, you know, I would say continue to do that in all that you do. Like I live in the New York region. I got a little bakery I always shop from. I got a little Italian place down the road, Dante's I shop from. Like <laughs> I'm trying to keep it local as well, right? Yeah. So, so when you think about being local, okay, so now let's go on a food journey. So there's like three really simple elements to anything that we eat. There's flavor, there's texture, and then, you know, there's the fat. Okay. So Mm -hmm. how how do we think outside that? So I would assume that you grew up with like olive oil, olive oil. Oh my gosh. I'm just getting my family in Calabria. It Ah. just shipped a huge container of olive oil. That's where we get it from because we have olive trees there. Oh, wow. So that is going to be arriving on a ship like every year that's what we do olive oil is huge for us okay it is of course it is it's liquid gold yeah so but then for someone like you and and you and I spoke about this the other day you did a shrimp dish with a coconut rice oh my god I still dream about it it's so good I have the recipe card still from that from that hello fresh years ago yeah I love that so I mean that is also 
thinking outside of your own food box, right? So instead of using olive oil to cook a rice, you could actually use a coconut oil, you could put a yeah. coconut cream, right? So think like that. Salt. Now, you know, for, mm, you know, mainstream Canadian, salt is generally like traditional, yeah, it's this like fine table salt. You know, expand your borders. If you're making a dish, the salty element doesn't always have to come from salt. It could be from olives. You know that. Yes. Any amazing salad that you've had. Well, I know that, but I never thought of that. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Capers, right? Capers, you can fry them up, make them a little bit crispy. Mm, What about pickles, right? Like my European background. For us, pickles is also, not only is it a bit of sour, it's the salt. So like, think a little bit differently. Think about, the, you know, your basic dish that you do. And the next time, maybe like, I don't know, you do a rice dish, but yeah, like maybe you're using coconut oil instead, right? Just start to think a little bit differently. What about sugar? So Canadians really love salt, sugar, and fat. And sugar doesn't need to just be white sugar. It could come mm-hmm. in lots of different ways. Hello, Canada, maple syrup. We love- Oh, like, you know what? I have to say my sister makes, my oldest sister, Kathy, makes- um this amazing sauce, um, like a tomato and onion sauce with the maple syrup and she puts it Love over it. fish. It yeah. is amazing and my kids right? want it all the time. There's lots of gorgeous honey that we have in this country. And they really, you know, honey really is as unique as the bee, you know, depending on where it's living, what flowers it's eating. So like, yeah, some honeys. what about berries? Now, a lot of people, this is like, this is controversial. Uh, In the summer, I'm making a beautiful grilled chicken salad. Guess what? I'm throwing in fresh Ontario berries. There's a bit of savory, right? So just think a little bit different. And the last thing, my friend, is texture. So crunch. If you're thinking about making, you know, the traditional chicken schnitzel, well, what about taking potato chips? Crush them up. What about pretzels? Crush them up. Cornflakes, wow. right? So, so just think about what your usual dish would be and just change one of those elements. Yeah, well, even um, you had mentioned, we were talking before, we were talking like salmon dishes off the air and you said a pecan crusted salmon. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, that, that sounds so good. It's too bad I already ate dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, but that's, yes, that's texture for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that... Because again, like when we spoke to Canadians, two thirds of us are bored as well. And we want to try something. Yes, think outside the box. We we need to, we need to. And you know what? Actually, now I think that during the pandemic, more people than ever have been spending more time in the kitchen. Um, So it's a good time. We can't go anywhere. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So may as well celebrate. And the other thing I say to people is like, once in a while, like on a, random night i'll set the table i'll use the best china i'll i'll light the candles for me and my two kids and i'll just make that like simple dinner feel elevated because i'm just trying to bring a little bit of joy because i I recognize how blessed we are anyway but let's make it celebratory and for this holiday season i say it doesn't matter if there's two people at your table or four people whatever the number is it's probably going to be small but make it special, right? I love it, Corby Sue. I love it. Guys, we're talking food on the show today. All kinds of food with Corby Sue. 
So don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are tuned into The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. My special guest today is Corby Sue, mama of two teens, chef, and culinary lead at HelloFresh. Corby, before the break, you had mentioned that every once in a while, you like to set the table, maybe fancy it up a bit for you and your teens. And it got me thinking, I'm like, well, that's going to be the scenario for many of us this coming week. Christmas Eve is this Thursday. Christmas Day is Friday. So with lockdowns, you'd mentioned, you know, It's going to be two people. It might be a little bit more, but it's not going to be crazy because technically we can't, right? So we're not going to be having the traditional celebrations that we're used to. Yeah. We're going to be at home. How do we make it special? Give us, can you give us some like tips and ideas, maybe some good um, meal ideas for Christmas? Like everyone's thinking, do we do turkey or or should we, you know, do with what you said, think outside the box. Yeah. I must be honest, I do love a bit of turkey. Um, so actually, you know, and this country in particular, like produces unbelievable turkey. But if this is the first year that you're going to cook a full size turkey, you know, <laughs> I, I would say now is actually the time because there's less pressure, right? Yeah, so you can test it out. <laughs> yeah, you could absolutely do that. And turkey really is not that difficult. Just make sure you have an oven big enough for the size turkey right, that you're going to use. But I really like to experiment with the protein. So, um, you know, here in Canada, the the lobster industry really took a hit. So I don't know if you know this, but in a lot of grocery stores, there are frozen Canadian lobster tails Mm. available in abundance. Um, and, And that's just because, you know, cruise ships and restaurants and catering companies that were would have been open and using these high-end ingredients for times like this, they're not. So yeah. you can actually buy them at a grocery store level. So I've got lobster tails happening. I've got a lot of frozen seafood happening, um, you know, ready to be enjoyed. So there's going to be a buffet of that. There's going to be some fresh salad. And the reason we're eating like that this year in particular is because my daughter is an incredible baker. So the gingerbread uh. has been made right so we've got like i make i have this thing where i make cinnamon buns for christmas breakfast mm, i'm have, coming over socially distance you can right? throw them out the door to me okay <laughs> and we also have we also have a panettone so for us christmas it's like a whole situation so christmas eve is and this might sound familiar to you so we just have like a lot of antipasti items so my kids and i like we're really into um beautiful salamis you know so put a sata olives um a bagna cauda which essentially is what's that so bagna cauda is an italian like high-end vegetable crudite and you blanch asparagus and beans and and you've got enzymes and you make this beautiful um anchovy olive oil warm dip and and carrots of course how could (laughs) your carrots and, and so, so we've got the fresh vegetables and the antipasti. So that's what we're eating that night. I we love that. The next morning, we're having cinnamon buns. We're having panettone. I mean, honestly, yeah, panettone is huge. 
Yeah. I know, for um, real. <laughs> and then we've got beautiful yogurt that I've, um, fresh Greek yogurt that I've mixed in some orange blossom water and blueberries you can get right now uh, and some pomegranate seeds, right? So that's oh, pomegranate breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have the seafood feast as if we're back home in Sydney, but it's all, you know, local ingredients sourced here in Canada. I and love that. I'm so delighted to be able to do that. So I hope that yeah. inspires you to maybe think not that it has to be a traditional, like we're having a meal on Christmas Eve and we're having a meal on Christmas, like stagger it. So for us, it's a, it's like a two day event. Yes, totally. So we'll see you, we'll it, see you at seven o'clock Christmas Eve. <laughs> in my front lawn <laughs> yeah yeah I, I am there because I am big on seafood us Italians uh seafood dinner Christmas Eve is huge um right. you mentioned panettone um I'll, I have a little tip and you know a lot of yeah. people I know know this but for those of you guys that don't um maybe use that to make some French toast yes you're absolutely right oh, or um goodness. a trifle or yes. a tiramisu Yes, and for the English people, uh, the background, we often use panettone to make an amazing bread and butter pudding, which we then... Oh my God, bread pudding, yes. Yes. Okay, look, I think okay. we compared each other. Woohoo! I just gained 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and you look good. <laughs> From the neck up, because that's all you can see on Zoom. Right. Um, but Corby Sue, if people want... Um, more like they they want to follow you they want to check out what you're doing where can they find you so if you're looking for recipe inspiration head over to hellofresh.ca um you can head over to our socials of the same name my name's corby sue you can look me up i'm there kind of not doing much at the moment but you know i'm busy sharing the food love <laughs> during HelloFresh. as i said i really am happy to do that and it's just been such a delight speaking with you and actually talking food and being real about it too. Right? Yes. Like, like, it's not easy for any of us. This is like two busy, real life mamas. And you know what? With that said, I also want to say that um, if you are crazy busy and you're just overwhelmed with the pandemic, um, maybe check out HelloFresh and do some like order that for Christmas eve Absolutely. or christmas day or new yeah. year's eve new year's day it just honestly it takes a lot of the stress off of your plate i'm saying plates because we're talking food here uh it yeah. takes a lot of stress away from you and it, it's a no-brainer so again guys corby sue mama of two chef and culinary lead at HelloFresh. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. You are amazing. You rock. And I can't wait to get out of this pandemic because um, I am just going to say it. I'm inviting myself over yes. and I want to <laughs> hang out in your kitchen with you. Uh-huh. I will feed you, my friend. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Guys, if you missed any of the show and you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast. Just download it wherever podcasts can be found, Apple, wherever. And um, I will catch you guys next week. After Christmas, Happy Sunday holidays. night, eight o'clock. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Be safe. Enjoy and, uh, and eat. Bon appetit. <laughs> that is it for us, but we'll catch you next week. This is The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.